Welcome everybody to uh, Beyond Science Fiction. I'm Jim Wilmson uh, here in Detroit, Michigan, and this is Eric Smith from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And we have some ta- things to talk about in the air today, huh? On the ground in yes, the air. Do. <laughs> um, you know, Eric, I, I the first thing to tip me off is it uh, my Social Security check. Now, sometimes when my check comes in. Uh, early, it's only because it hits on a holiday or uh, the pay date is on uh, the weekend. Well, then they pay us forward rather than behind so that we get our money on time. Now, the moment we get it, we can spend it. Five, five or six days ago, I got a notification that money had been deposited uh, in my account for the third but it couldn't. It was on a hold until, and it couldn't be activated until after uh, six o'clock in the morning um, on the third. So that never happened before, and I thought that's kind of strange. I talked to a few other people that I knew were on Social Security. There's two different pay cycles. Uh, the people that got on the first pay cycle uh, were the only ones that were, you know, got the money earlier. That was everybody would be paid on a third. So they all got. You know, everybody that I talked to anyways, they all got the same kind of thing. And it's never happened before like that. And I was almost thinking, that is really strange. It's almost like, what, they're anticipating something happening beforehand and want to make sure we are we got our money. I didn't know at the time. But now during this time, the last three days especially, I've noticed um, Chinook helicopters. A Chinook can carry about 200 uh, ground troops. And there were, they would go usually in threes, but there was all kinds of unusual traffic um, going down to Selfridge Air Base. I'm on Gratiot, and just four miles down the road is where the Selfridge, Selfridge Air Force Base is. And uh, I've just been watching a lot of huge activity. Then this morning, um, from Selfridge Air Base, the closest Walmart store that a, a ground troop would go to would be the one that I go to at 12 Mile in Gratiot. And I went in this morning, and that place was just crowded with, with uh, National Guard troops. So I heard one, uh, the guard troop, and I heard the one guy, and he was saying that, uh, you know, they were just, you know, one of the workers was asking, well, how come there's so many of you? Wow, we've never seen this many before. He said, oh, we're on a, uh, we're on a uh, exercise training mission. 
And I'm going, oh gosh, I heard that one before. So I just felt led to go up to that guy and, and I said, excuse me, since I noticed you guys are here in quite a large number, I said, uh, you know, I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you being here and uh, just want to let you know that, you know, I, su I support you guys. I am a veteran. And uh, Nina asked me what, and I said, well, I was, you know, um, U.S. Army uh, Special Forces. And uh, he looked at me and he says, oh, well, then you know about training missions, don't you? And I laughed, and I said, yeah, I sure do. And he says, well, you know, not everything looks like it, it looks as it seems. And uh, I said, yeah, I, you got that right. And uh, he was kind of telling me that, yeah. Um, see, the thing is, when, when you're in Special Forces, and I was in, you know, Delta Force, and I didn't even know it until a few years ago, but uh, they changed the name from Rapid Deployment Service. But... Uh, Anytime they went out on a special ops mission, they would always say they were on a training mission. So this is just a, a something that they always, you know, that's the pretense they have. So my thought is, and I posted on Facebook, and I've got all kinds of responses from people up in the Upper Peninsula, people in, up in the Grayling area, all kinds of extra activity they've been also seeing for some time now. Uh, then I started getting reports from all over the country Almost every major city has been experiencing the same kind of an increased activity. Some seeing cars, uh, APCs and half-tracks and everything on, on uh, cars, um, little mini-tank things with tracks. Just, you know, like a lot of them all at one time on the, on the trains going somewhere. So it kind of looks like, and two months ago I heard that almost all the National Guard locally here were, were told to be... Uh, on their toes that they're going to be activated uh, pretty soon. Well, the activation's here. So it looks to me like we might be on the eve of martial law. What do you think? What have you seen or heard? Well, I, you know, I can't bet Detroit out, but obviously you were there. And, um, you know, from what I've, I've heard, that there's more and more troops pouring into D.C. And the, the media itself is not really reporting that. So right. it's kind of a media blackout at this point. But I, I suspect, too, what they're doing is uh, positioning all these troops uh, in some of the major cities, um, especially where we'll probably have the most hot spots in potential violent activity, especially with uh, Antifa or uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, probably for what's going to about to happen here. Um, so my understanding is that you know, things are going to start heating up after the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl is on uh, February 7th. And um, I think the impeachment trial for Trump starts technically on the Monday, February 8th, I think, if my, if my date is correct. Mm -hmm. So uh, through that impeachment process, uh, I think somehow through that process, that's where they're going to inject a lot of uh, evidence that they have in regards to everything that's been kind of going on. And I think that's where things are going to really start getting wild. Uh, and you might even see a media blackout as to what's going on with that trial. Um, so we may not we may not know anything, but you're, you're right. If, 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 I, if I understand it correctly, you know, Trump is a legitimate president. He will, you know, and this is just my opinion at this point, you know, most likely get installed by March 4th. Uh, right. That would be the original inauguration date based on 
um, you know, the Republic, not the, American, the yeah. incorporation of the United States into Washington, D.C. And I think at first that's going to probably confuse people because they're going to see, well, wait a second, now there's two presidents. What's going on? <laughs> it's kind of that, uh, that's kind of that Solomon and, um, man, what was King David's other son? Uh, it started with an A. I can't think of the name of it off the, the top of my head. Not Adinajad. I can't remember. But anyways, he declared himself king first, but yet it was Solomon that was chosen to be king at that time. So it's kind of that kind of moment we have. Right. We're going to have basically where, wait a second, we have one president that's not legitimate and you know who is the real one. Well, Trump's going to end up being the real one installed, backed up by the military, and then we'll probably have, you know, the potential to, you know, uh, see David Wilkerson's prophetic work come to pass. Right. You know, the time of um, some social unrest for, uh, you know, a month or two or something like that. I, you know, we'll have to see how that all that all shakes out. But hopefully with all the National Guard all in place, um, it'll be less drastic. But, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it'll be just a, a very wake-up-and-shake-up moment for our country. But... Trump's going to get his second term. Well, under the Republic, he'll actually probably be um, his first term as the 19th president, and he'll probably be able to serve another term beyond that, right. so a third term, much like he's always joked about. So that's probably most likely what will end up happening, Jim. Well, you know, the thing is that Biden, I even be one that's sending out some of these troops, thinking, like Hiram, you know, that uh, they're going to be there to... Uh, you know, protect and support and move move his plan into action um, and rounding up Christians or whatever, or conservatives or Trump followers, because he's already threatened that. A lot of the liberals have been threatening that. Um, but, you know, my question right now on, on the whole idea, how can you impeach a private citizen? He has conceded. Uh, Biden's in the White House. He's a private citizen. How are you going to impeach a private citizen? It just it doesn't make any sense at all. But, um, yeah, they, they, keep, they keep talking about basically they want to impeach him in the sense that they don't uh, want him to be able to run for public <clears throat> office again. But I don't know. Again, he's when he left on January 20th, the transfer of power went to the military, and yes. he stepped out of the way. So it's under military control right now. Well, Once the military does its thing, they'll bring him back in to install him. If all the information that we've been hearing is right, and i got every reason to believe that it's right, um, that is that, that uh, President Trump used one of his executive orders uh, that he was legally able to do and changed the 1847 um, Corporation of America, which is under kind of basically under British rule. Whenever you see the flags with the gold fringe all the way around it, that's what it's signifying. Um, I had friends geez, back in the 70s that were trying to warn me that that kind of a thing existed. Uh, so I was already familiar with it. When I heard it, it rang true because I knew it was true. Um, the thing is, so that he actually nullified that situation. And Biden had to be inaugurated as the president on the old system because then it's now an illegal occupying um, force that the military immediately takes over. And that's what we see now. The military has taken over. So, you know, they think they're being guarded and protected at the Capitol building. They are being guarded and protected from not escaping 
when they're getting rounded up and how what the catalyst is for that it could be you know everything that you had uh, just spoken but the thing is <laughs> I've seen Christians sharply divided on this you know some I've known and I've always swore was good solid uh, Christians you know born again spirit-filled um, now all of a sudden they're saying well Biden's the, the legitimate press president and you've got to listen to him all authority comes from God which I would agree I don't argue that all authority and it's sometimes the litmus test to see where where we're at and if we deserve Biden we're in big trouble but uh, the fact is he's an illegitimate president uh, he didn't win fairly it can be proven and Trump's got all the proof to prove that this thing was uh, used with those um, Dominion machines. And, you know, Pelosi's family owns pretty much the global market on those machines. Talk about a you know conflict. How much, do you, know, you know how much voter fraud there is now? Hmm. Uh, you know, initially they were saying that Trump actually won 80 million votes and Biden had 68 million. That was yeah. basically just the, the fraud of the Dominion. But now with everything else included... Trump actually had 100 million votes, and, and Biden had 40 million, oh, I would which see pretty that. much tells, tells me uh, they didn't win anywhere, no. uh, basically. And in fact, there's people that are in positions of power for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years in um, certain areas that you, you would consider blue zones that aren't actually blue zones at all. And this is something Mark Taylor has always echoed, that he said, you're going to find out eventually that there's not as many blue zones as you think there are. In fact, they're, you're going to find that this is a very much a minority voice projecting yep. themselves as if they're the, the majority, and they are not. Well, you know, the whole thing is that if you can, if you got the press on your side 100%, uh, and they pretty much do, um, the liberals, um, the Democrats, um, you can pass off this COVID flu virus as an epidemic, and people are buying it. And if they'll buy that, heck, they'll buy, you know, this election shift. Um, they'll even buy the idea of uh, aliens come to bail us out and help us someday. Well, so, I think it's just inter interesting from the fact that, you know, it's, it's a good, it's probably a good testing ground for them to see how complacent sure. and compliant people will be. Yep. You know, don't leave your home, uh, sacrifice your job, lose your small business you can't go here you need to have this card keep your social to be able to travel here oh by the way if you want to get on an airplane you need that card to prove that you've been vaccinated yep. and then oh by the way instead of wearing one mask wear two masks or three masks you know it, it just it just it's it's basically ratcheting down the yeah. control to basically isolate you they keep up and then the you know yep. get them to take you to give you to take that vaccine, which honestly, at this point, I would not recommend. And for those that choose not to take it when they make it mandatory, uh, well, their plan is probably to send us all off to the happy camp, you know, the internment camps, yep. much like we've seen in Canada and uh, Germany. So, well, you know, my my understanding from the Lord through His prophets, I'm one of the minor, obscure ones right now, but. Uh, uh, some of the big three, you know, that I keep quoting, um, Mark Taylor, uh, David Wilkerson, and uh, uh, Kim Clement, were pretty clear on what they had seen in regards to, uh, you know, Trump and how he's part of God's plan. And the best thing is go back to the Word of God, Amos 3.7. I keep saying it. I hope people will eventually memorize this scripture as I continue to uh, keep quoting it. Amos 3, 7 says, Surely the Lord our God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. 
Now, servants of prophets there is, you know, is saying that these are faithful people, that their walk and their actions of fruit bear witness to the position that they have. They're not just some uh, crackpot calling himself a prophet, but they have a life and uh, testimonies of people whose lives have been changed, directed towards Jesus. There's been a consistency there. So we see these three men, they fit that profile, and they've all said different things that, that describe exactly what we're in today. So there's a procedure and a policy. God won't let anything happen until he reels, reveals his plan. So we need to know his plan. We need to know who the modern-day prophets are. Probably some of the most contentious, difficult people today are other Christians that have been told through bad theology that none of the gifts are here for today. So therefore, none of these people can be real because that God doesn't talk to us that way anymore. Well, they're going to wake. They're going to be the ones to get the wake up to, to or shake up to wake up because that's just ludicrous. It's r ridiculous. You do a proper, rightly dividing the word of God, and there's all kinds of instruction for even the church to use. Uh, Paul instructs the proper use of the fivefold ministry gifts, which includes prophets. Um, it was an exercise that has continued through the church. We've lost a lot of the power, a lot of the understanding from bad theology and lack of practice and apathy. But uh, the thing remains, we are in the last of last days. God is pouring out everything so that everyone can have all the gifts. Satan's throwing everything against us. It only makes sense that God's going to give us everything that he has for us to use and apply. And that's what he's done. But we have a large portion of Christianity that just debunks all of it. And my, I'm amazed because even Christians I thought were pretty solid, they haven't taken the time to see what the Bible says, what is God's plan. They don't know God's plan. That's why they're insecure. That's why they think everything is not happening the way they thought it should happen. And they're getting upset, depressed, angry, mad, fearful. Um, you know, that's confusion. God is not the author of confusion. And so we're in a dilemma here, and we got to get back to what the Word of God says and live by the Word of God. <clears throat> and uh, I think, you know, perhaps, now, you know, logistically, with all these cities and having um, martial law announced, this is going to have to be something that is uh, integrated as one-time event, which means a lot of, every city has to have their uh, troops in a secured position to maximize uh, their safety and the safety of others and to minimize damage to property and, and people. So to coordinate that on a nationwide scale, it's going to take a while. I don't think we're going to see, you know, everything happen in two or three days. It's probably going to take, it could even take two weeks. Um, we don't really know. So we just have to be on our toes. The most important thing is to be, you know, your own relationship with God. Because this is not a religion, it's relational. Get close. Draw an eye into God and he'll draw an eye into you. The devil will flee from you. He's messing with everybody's head right now like never before. Um, all kinds of personal turmoil, um, crazy freaky things like my phone blown up in my hand that had a lot of sensitive information on there that somebody made go away. Um, just a lot of things are happening to individuals who are a possible threat uh, to the enemy and to this plan. So... They have to respond pretty soon because there's too many veterans that are warning everybody, like I am, uh, with what is about to happen. And at the same time, they have to do this simultaneously. So it's going to take a little while for everybody to strategically be ready at one moment to, to happen. Because it'll be like overnight, all of a sudden, um, we're going to be restricted in a lot of different ways. And 
you've just already mentioned in the beginning of the show all the different catalytic things that could probably set this off. And we're all talking pretty much close to the same time, same date, same hours that many things are going to happen that are going to ruffle feathers. And I think you're right. Uh, the staging, something staging right after the um, Super Bowl is going to be number one indication. And it'll well, they just keep talking about it as basically uh, it'll, this is going to make the Super Bowl look like a, pu a puppet show. Yeah. That's, that's the way they keep describing it, so keep that in mind, people. Right, yes. So anyways, I think we're, uh, our time's running short. We're going to keep these nice and quick and, and short from now on, um, the broadcasts. Try to keep it down to 15, 20 minutes. So every time you see us, we're going to have 15, 20 minutes. We are going to have an edition eventually where we're going to have interviews with some of the people that um, are involved here at, uh, at Detroit House Radio. Uh, and um, that'll be forthcoming eventually. Uh, we're going to, you know, we're starting out small. And now the main thing we want to apologize, we're going to try to be consistent. As uh, soon as we set up a time and a date that you can pick up the uh, podcast, we're going to make sure that we're always going to have a podcast at that same time, same place, same date. We promise you this, and we're going to be consistent. So, anything else you want to uh, wrap up with, uh, Eric? Yeah, you know, when this all goes down, um, just want to, you know, they keep saying, you know, it would be a good idea to keep, you know, a little food aside, maybe a couple weeks, for sure. Um, some provisions and that type of thing, you know, in case you don't have electricity or the ability to cook, you know, especially in the larger urban uh, centers. Um, where I'm at, I, I, I have my doubts uh, that it'll be much of an issue where I'm at in South Dakota, but, you know, for your Detroit and other major cities, you know, it would be a good idea to, you know, make some preparation to, you know, hunker down if, if, if need be when it starts to go down. So Well, okay. when David Wilkins said, said two months, that's what I've got. I've got yeah. enough medication for two months. I've got food, water, um, yeah. alternate uh, heating source. I've got a kerosene heater with uh, 15 gallons of uh, kerosene. That ought to do me for two months. So I'm taken care of. I actually got extra and above so that all the people from my uh, church that says I don't have to do anything, they'll be coming over to, and wanting help, and I'll give them the help. <laughs> so it's probably why I got above and beyond for myself, because I am anticipating being right on right on Gratiot, which is one of the main uh, streets. I'm only 15 miles away from downtown Detroit, Hart Plaza. So I'm in the thick of it and i'm ready for it i'm ready spiritually i'm ready emotionally i hope i'm working on it and i'm ready in the physical sense too so let's just hope that our listeners are so let's just end in a prayer for that that father we just come before you right now we just ask lord that uh, everybody within the hearing listening audience that they'll take this uh uh seriously and and help prepare it's better to be prepared than not prepared and and uh, it's not like they're not going to end up using the supplies anyway. So, Lord, we pray that people won't be stressed out, that whatever resources they have, they can prayerfully find and gather stuff, allow the Lord to provide them. And if they don't, just they know and have faith that, that God's going to see them through. If you're putting him first and you're watching your daily relationship with him and keeping tight and draw near to him, he's going to draw near to you, and you're going to be safe. So, Lord, we just pray for this for everybody that's listening and we just ask that your anointing be upon them, your angels protecting roundabout, to see your faithful remnant through whatever is going that we have to go through. And help us keep faithful to your word and your promises and your hopes for provision and for protection. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Good night, everybody. We will see you next week, same time, same place. God bless and good night. God bless. We are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. And we pray that all unity Christians by our love. We shall walk with each other. We shall walk hand in hand. We shall walk with each other. We shall walk hand in hand. And together we spread the news that God is in our land. And they'll know by our love, by our love, yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love.